Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24-7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com or call 662-446-1048. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Tuesday morning. Thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get podcasts from. Appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. It would be a little weird, Robbie, if Brupolo was in Dennis. That would be a little weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dennis. Mm-hmm. Interesting name. I drove past Dennis uh, earlier this year. You did? Yeah, well, I went up to Media Days because I, uh, I took this weird route. I ended up going up a 25 past, like, Belmont and Iuka into Tennessee. Oh, yeah, I've done that before. So, yeah, so, yeah there you go. Uh, wherever you are in our great state, you can enjoy Strange Brew Coffee each and every morning. Just go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. And don't forget... That is a Bulldog Initiative business, and you know, judging by all the, uh, the the times that I saw the words Bulldog Initiative tonight on the backdrops, the MSU wants you to donate into that, so why don't you help them out with a purchase from strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise that you're looking for. Hope you're able to take advantage of their great Cyber Monday sale. There'll be holiday specials throughout the next month, and I'll be tweeting out some links to some great merchandise for you to check out. At College Corner, two locations to serve you in the Jackson area, Ridgeland by Fleet Feet, Flowood by the Half Shell, or you can shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Restaurant Tyler, Starville's flagship restaurant. When you are talking about a great meal in this town, you're talking about Restaurant Tyler for lunch, for dinner, or for Sunday brunch. The best in town is there. When you're talking about a great lunch, a great blue plate here in the South, you just can't go wrong at Restaurant Tyler. Tremendous selection of meat and veg and the best cornbread in the state. It's right there at Restaurant Tyler. 16 Priority One Bank locations throughout Central Mississippi. They are here to serve you. Building a strong relationship with your community bank, it's important. It's just as important as shopping locally and eating locally. We tell you to do that stuff all the time. Now we're telling you it's important to bank locally as well. And if you live in Central Mississippi, there's a Priority One near you. Go online to PriorityOneBank.com to find the location nearest you. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. We have just returned from the first of all it was cold outside. Was the whole time cold. the whole time we were at this event the the introduction of 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 coach Jeff Levy. And first off, I want to give a huge amount of credit to Mississippi State. I have never seen an event like that before. To you know, normally it's it's pretty it's pretty standard, it's pretty pretty uh formulaic. The way they, they do these things, this was totally different than anything we've seen before. I thought it was really, really cool. The whole time we're out there, I'm like, why are we out here? We mm-hmm. could be doing this in the hump. We could be doing this anywhere. And then you see the fireworks at the end. I was like, okay, now I get it. I get it now. I get it. I'll tell you what it was. Yeah. It wasn't Mississippi State. It, it was It was not. And I, I don't mean that in a negative way. Mm-hmm. 
This is Mississippi State doing exactly what we've said they need to do, and that's be something else. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. Mississippi State has, has – you know, I talked to some people in the athletic department tonight, mm-hmm. and I, I told them, you know, Brian and I have been critical of you guys before, and some of them have heard that criticism. We've had those conversations with them before. Hopefully they've learned from it. And, and I told them, you know, we, we will be critical, but I promise you – when you're doing something right, we'll be your loudest supporters. Mm-hmm. We will be the people that give you the most praise. Right. Because I, that's how that's how we are. We're fair. We will tell you if you're doing something right. We'll, ter- we'll tell you if you're doing something wrong. We're not here to be negative just to be negative. Right. And what they've done the last two days is completely transition out of the poor old Mississippi State that everybody has always talked about. Mm-hmm. This is an administration, and it's not just Zach Selman and – um, Joey Bailey and Terry Prentice, which all three of them have been exceptional so far. It's all the other people that have been here before. They've had a lot of restraints taken away from them. Yes. Uh, Spencer McNally. McNally. Uh, Brandon Langlois. Those guys are doing a great job behind the scenes. Spencer um, set up everything tonight. Yeah. He, he and Joey Bailey, I think, fantastic. were in charge of that. The setup was incredible. The um, wireless cameras following the following the uh, that was, Keenum and Selman and Levy into the, something that you and I would have come up with. That was straight yeah, out of the WWE. That was Stone Cold Steve Austin coming to the ring. They should have had the, the glass break. Yes, yes, that's what that was. And I mean, that's what big time looks like. That's Showtime. That's what Mississippi State is doing right now. They're putting on a they, show. This is how it, you get. This is how you get people to buy season tickets. They've taken off the handcuffs. Yes. All right. You could have been doing things like this all along. Mississippi State is not poor. Right. Mississippi State is not. I mean, it's a rural location. You can do that stuff here. It's a hundred million to, dollar, you know, athletic department. Yeah. So they just haven't been doing it, so but now work. they're doing it. Great and work. there's a lot of little details that I think you're going to see over time. They've done a lot of reaching out to former players, trying to um, evolve that M club and things like that. They invited a ton of them uh, tonight to this event to come sit out there uh, in the in the black chairs, and I, the event itself was first class. It was like a, a it was a it was a pro show. I mean, it wasn't it didn't feel like a college. Right event. Agreed. In the last two days, it's been that way. I love it. It's great. It's putting it's putting football first, and it's saying we want to compete in the SEC. Correct. I love it. And so now Jeff Levy has been introduced as Mississippi State's 36th head football coach. The contract, uh, Robbie, you have, you have a, con- a copy of it there. Uh, four-year deal, $18.4 million uh, total compensation, and then a, a, a Big, big number of incentives. Robbie and I, we were agreeing with uh, with Bud Elliott from from CBS Sports earlier. Th- these incentives aren't aren't big enough. Yeah, it's a million dollars to win the national title at Mississippi State. That should be like twenty million. Yeah, like, just put so it. People out there. are going to get upset about what he said, but I mean, you know, like a hundred thousand dollars to make the You've only been to one SEC championship ever. Yeah. Bump that up a little. Bit. Should be bumped up a little bit. Yeah. So here's what I, I the most when you get a, you get two hundred fifty. That's a lot of money, but I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd give a coach a million dollars. I was. You're so going to pay you that anyway. I was at a discussion with Joel Coleman. We were like, so so broken down by year, it's four point five. It's four million five hundred thousand and ten dollars. 
yes. $510,000 a year, right? Yeah. Like, Joel was just like, why couldn't they just give him 4.5 and give me that 10? It's like, do you know Do you know how much that would change? I was like, I agree, man. People, That's people who have crazy. money don't realize how much $10,000 is. It's like, you know, if you gave me you know, $50,000, he could get his SEC coach of the year. Yeah. I could do a lot with that. Yeah. I'd be pretty I happy. could do a lot with so, that. So here's what I thought I liked the best from tonight. After all these months with Arnett, and God bless him, I can't wait to see Zach Arnett coaching football next year yeah. and screaming at people. I'm going to be like, thank God. Because you know this was just kind of miserable for him. But after all the months way, of him just like he up, he deserves he deserves some props for handling that situation. He did the best he could, I guess. Yeah. What I would say is though, after all these months of him just sitting up there and just like giving us these these robotic answers, I felt like Levy spoke from from him, him his heart. Yeah, I felt you know he didn't have any notes. He was just up there talking, and it felt like he you know was really believing what he was saying. Was it coach speaky? Yeah, of course it was. He's a coach. But it felt like it was really his message uh, and some of those things. So I, I, that's something I really, really enjoyed more than just about anything else. Well, it's a guy that has been on the fast track to being a head coach. It's, again, you know, like kind, of, kind of what I said a couple of days ago or yesterday. You know, without this Art Briles stuff that, that's, that's happening, his connections there, this guy would have been a head coach two or three years ago, mm-hmm. I think. That people, you know, have kind of been leery of that, and, and I get it. But he is built to be a head coach. That there was no doubt that eventually he was going to be a head football coach. He is made for this, and you can kind of see that in people whenever they get up there and start talking. You can see that they are built to be a head coach, um, and and I think you know we, we've the the problem is we've seen it before with Joe Moorhead. He's gotten up there. He said all the right things. He's killed the press conferences. Mm-hmm. And he didn't do it on Saturday. Right. That's what people are going to be watching for. Is he another Joe Moorhead? Mm-hmm. Or is he another Dan Mullen? Dan Mullen. Yeah. Uh, from Mississippi State. Or, as I say, is he better? Yeah. You don't know. That's don't. why this is a, a coin flip. Yeah. But as Zach Selman said, he was the right guy for Mississippi State right now. He is the perfect guy for Mississippi State. It's why I said weeks ago during the Southern Miss game. Whoever it is that Mississippi State hires, it needs to be somebody that's going to bring some juice to this fan base mm-hmm. and bring an exciting offense to Starkville, and that's what he's doing. You've seen the Bulldog Initiative is starting to explode. They're 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 really pushing this Showtime thing, mm-hmm. where it's going to be exciting offense. They're going to score a lot of points. That's what gets people in the seats. That's what gets people excited. That's what gets people giving money to the university. And that's why I say that I, I agree with what Zach Summon said. He is the right man for this job right now. I I got one question in with him, and I thought it was an important one because I always wonder with with head coaches. You know, I felt like Arnett made a huge mistake last year giving away the defense. Yeah, and so I asked Libby about it. He plans to call plays, which I think makes a lot of sense, especially in year one. Take over the play calling and see if you can do it. Mm-hmm. And if you can do it, that, that 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 allows you a lot of freedom. And if you can't do it, you figure it out and then you you adjust. And the next year you bring in it, you or you tell your offensive coordinator, "Now we need to we got to move." He said he is going to bring in an offensive coordinator, but he's calling the plays. But he's calling the plays. That's fine by me. 
Defensive coordinator, he said he wanted a guy with experience who had done it before, which set off in my mentions people saying the word Zach Arnett. Guys, I'm going to say this now. I'm going to say two things right now that have been in my mentions the past couple, about, about the past week, and we're just going to get them out of the way. One, Zach Arnett is not going to coach at Mississippi State next year. Or ever again in all likelihood. That just doesn't happen. It, it's just not going to happen. I, I he just got fired as yeah. a head coach. He will move on to the next thing. He does not want to, Would you take a demotion at your job like that? I feel like people, too many times, like they They get trapped in the things, and white bubble. Well, it's not just that. They, you, they, they talk about things like it's a video game. Yeah. Like these aren't, like, these people yeah. don't, they're... The reality doesn't exist. Like, yeah. oh, we can just place this person here. We can yeah. do that. It's like fantasy. No, football. like yeah. these people have, you know, feelings and things. Like he doesn't want to be in the same building. And Mississippi State doesn't want. That's a distraction. That, that's 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 a way to have a divided locker room and thing. You you, you got to have new new message, new faces. He, he's out. The other thing is this: people were like last week with Will Rogers. He puts out that graphic saying, you know. He's saying goodbye in that graphic. Yes, but because he's done. he doesn't say transfer portal in the graphic, oh, he doesn't say that. Will Rogers is gone. Yes, Will Rogers has played his last snap of football for Mississippi State. So and it's it, all moved forward from there. If there were any plans that he was going to come back, I think Jeff Levy would have mentioned that. Yeah, we, you know, we got a we got a quarterback and Will Rogers. He was asked about he quarterbacks has a, tonight. He, was he asked has an that. open invitation to stay. No, he he said tonight they are going to attack the transfer portal for mm-hmm. a quarterback, and, and so that's how have it should a couple be. Of guys, if he if if Will Rogers was going to stay, Jeff Lee would have been like, well, it doesn't hurt to have the all time you know this guy who's going to be the all time leading passer in, in, in college football history when I get done. Yeah, you know he would have he would have mentioned Will Rogers is gone. So let's Arnett and Rogers are gone. Let's all move forward from there. That and then means you need that. that. I mean, it's kind of time to move on. We ha- it is time for Mississippi State more than anything needs a fresh start. Needs to. To get new messaging, new faces in, you're seeing that in the athletic department. You saw it tonight with the way they handled this this ceremony and this this introduction. Mississippi State is turning a corner. They are turning a page. They are leaving the past behind. The uh, you know the poor old state mentality is. They're trying to leave it behind. We made a comment tonight. We talked about it before we started the show that the banner M is gone. It's gone in almost every place it can be. I mean, I think if Selman could go up there and pull it off the stadium right now, he would. That's a Selman thing, by the way. It's completely a Selman. And if you, you listen to them talk, they say state all the time. They don't say Mississippi State. They say state. And remember how, remember how we were told last we year that's told. such a stupid thing. Yeah. You can't market that. Well, Zach Selman's marketing it well, and people are buying, or people are uh, giving to the Bulldog Initiative, buying state script everywhere. It's all over the place. People are talking about how cool the uniforms look. Looks like it's working. And this guy's pretty good at his job, and he agrees with us. So maybe, you know, you don't have to have a marketing degree. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying. So. But, yeah, yeah, I, he, I is, he is, he is uh, kicking the, the uh, banner in to the curb. It's gone, yeah. And, and, Le- and Lebby, all he says is state. Yeah. I got the impression with Lebby, two things, that, A, he's got, a, he's got some of his staff locked in already. That yeah. He's, that, that, that we'll probably start seeing some announcements. Not, not, not today, maybe, but by, by Thursday, Friday, you see some guys. And, of course, you know, we'll see if anybody sticks around. And then the way he answered the question about quarterbacks, saying, I have a good feeling we'll, we'll get who we need – I get the feeling he's he's already got some ideas of, of who that's going to be. 
Now, is that going to be Dylan Gabriel? That name has been brought up, the guy who was the Oklahoma quarterback this year. I know at Oklahoma there is a strong desire to move on to their five-star freshman, Jackson Arnold. Yeah. Is it going to be K.J. Jefferson? That name has been tossed around. That you know, and I think that would be an incredible story for K.J. to come home for his senior year and, and be successful at Mississippi State. And if I would tell, shoot for some higher I would too, but stars. at the same time, man, if you tell me that I can get K.J. Jefferson from 2022 – in there, yeah, but it, I don't know if it, I can. Is though. the offense going to be like that? Because Kendall Browles, Kendall Browles, while great. they have while they have some of the same principles, his offense is a little different. Mm-hmm. So, no, you know, no, I don't. But he has the arm to make those big throws. He does, but I, you know, that's kind of what they forced him to be a thrower this year, and I, he wasn't. I, I don't, I'm not. I'm not. I don't disagree with what you're saying, but what I'm saying is, he's not, he, he wasn't terribly accurate. He, he he wasn't good this year, but the previous two years he was great. But they were they were. But it was a rounding around his strengths, which was you but know, I, a lot I would, of zone I would read. Think that if 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 Jefferson ended up being the guy, that Levy is smart enough. God, I hope I'm not going to go through this lose somebody else's way thing again. Yeah, but I would think that he'd be like, okay, we got to tinker with this and and make Maybe it so. work. I don't Maybe know. So. That's just, that's just a name to watch. Uh, today in the uh, the transfer portal, a, a couple of big time quarterbacks uh, jumped in there. Um, Will Howard, the quarterback from Kansas State. He would be a good one in this offense. Uh, he was automatic. Uh, I forget who it was that, that tweeted about him, but said, "Watch Mississippi State with him." Jeff Levy, the system would be perfect. Six foot five, two hundred forty-two pounder, but he rushed for four hundred yards. Uh, let me let me get the the actual stats up here. Rushed for uh, nearly four hundred yards this year and nine touchdowns. Threw twenty-four touchdowns to ten picks. Only completed sixty-one percent of his passes. So maybe that number is a little low. But completion percentage isn't like. A like huge indicator in this offense either. That's like, true. Because you, you take so many shots, a lot of shots down the field. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we got. I've been. I'm so used to the to leech. Yep. Wanting about seventy percent. Yep. And so I, I got to break my mind of that. You know, 63 percent. It's not terrible. That would be a guy that would be really interesting. I, you know, obviously if Dylan Gabriel is interested in playing college another year, mm-hmm. that would be number That's one your best to choice, me. Yeah. To me, right now. Because there's going to be other guys in her. But Dylan Gabriel would obviously be your number one. He's mm-hmm. played in the system his entire career, basically, at this point. And he and Jeff Lebby are extremely close. Recruited him out of high school, developed him a little bit at UCF, coached him and developed him at Oklahoma. He's put up a ton of yards in this kind of offense. He would immediately change your opinion on Mississippi State next year. Mm-hmm. Because he is going to bring – weapons with him. Mm-hmm. People are going to say, it's just like Ole Miss. I mean, people don't want to be compared to Ole Miss, but it's this, it, we are now in that realm. This is, this is, the, this is the, uh, the kind of offense that Ole Miss is going to run where it attracts really good playmakers from the portal. You're going to get wide receivers. You're going to get quarterbacks. You're going to get running backs. Those guys want to play in this offense because it's such a good scheme um, and I and I think that with a guy like Dylan Gabriel, just like with a guy like Jackson Dart, and they had two, two Spencer Sanders and Walker Howard behind him, so wide receivers want to play with that. That's what you'll get in the portal this year. If Dylan Gabriel is your quarterback or somebody of that ilk, you're going to get some really good wide receivers with it. Mm-hmm. And you probably need a, a legit running back too, I think. Yeah. No, no doubt. But, I mean, I still, 
I think in this particular offense, Seth Davis could be a, a real weapon. He could, but you need another guy. You need another guy. And, and he's, you know he's, what you need? He's probably got a torn ACL. Oh, you think? So, yeah, I think oh, it's, well, then, yeah. that's going to be another you know, seven, eight months. Yeah, it's going to be a problem then. Um, that's what so. I'm hearing is, is ACL or some kind Ooh. of knee related. But he'll be back for the season. But He got screwed so bad on that play call. Yeah, terrible play call and terrible, terrible execution. And, and, he gets, and he gets hurt, yeah. They didn't block. Um, they yeah. they, they ran it straight into the defense. Yes. Yeah. I, I, you know what? Let's leave that behind. This is a new day. It's a new day. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Um, I miss Biggie. He'll be back eventually. Um, Will he? I think so. So, uh, Levy said, you know, these next three days are very crucial to him, getting to know his roster. He said he's already, he's, he said by the end of tomorrow, or I guess as you're listening today, he will have spoken to every one of Mississippi State's commitments and, and a, a ton of their targets as well. Uh, I'm sure one of them here in Starkville has his attention quite a bit. Um, he did say that, you know, he hopes to have most of the, the September roster, most of his September contributors be here in January. He said that being here in the summer will put people behind. They need to get them here uh, as quickly as possible. Um, so a guy like J.J. Harrell, who you know is going to is going to be an early enrollee, I mean, he's going to have we, – we, we knew last year, or we knew during the season, that J.J. Harrell was going to be a guy who's going to be a contributor this year. Uh, and when I say this year, I mean 2024. That's definitely the case now in this offense. State and he he said he thinks he has some pieces, you know. It, Selman or not Selman, uh, Tulu. I'm just looking at a tweet here. Tulu, Xavion, Creed, Justin Robinson. Say what you want about Justin Robinson. The guy has potential, he has talent. He has talent. And then if you can bring when you bring in a guy like JJ Harrell, that that's a good core to work with there. If you can get Stonka Burnside back in, this other kid uh, Mario Craver who looks like he's going to commit. I mean, these are talented receivers. So you've got some pieces there to work with. You just got to find the trigger man for that, and, and that's you know, like you said, in this offense with Jeff Lebby, quarterbacks, some at least one good quarterback is going to say, I can go down there and throw for thirty five hundred, four thousand yards, and and you know be a star. Oh, why yeah. would I, why would I not want to take advantage of that? Yeah, so, no, it's, it's going to be a great offense to sell. There's no doubt. I mean, it, it, you're you're going to be able to get quarterback, and he was super confident in that too. Yeah, like he like he had no concerns. Like saying, I said, I, I, we're going to have guys to the point where I'm I'm almost thinking he, he's already talked to somebody and said, "Hey, let's get this done." You know who I think is going to be a stud in this offense? Camario Taylor, okay, from Knoxville. It, it's it's almost like you know similar to Will Rogers. Remember when Will Rogers was signed with Moorhead and like the the leech stuff came out? The first thing I said was, "This is huge for Will Rogers." Yeah. Because he walked right into an offense that fit him perfectly, I think that's going to be the, the case with Kamara Taylor too. I mean, that dude can. I don't think people know the type of talent that kid is, mm-hmm. and it's it's super raw right now. But he is Jason Campbell, basically. Okay. That that is that's a somebody made that comp not too long ago, and when I go back and watch some Jason Campbell, I'm like that was spot on. Yeah. He is he's another Jason Campbell, and I think in this offense, he could absolutely star in it. Doesn't doesn't have to move around. He's not a runner, but he's elusive enough, and he can run a little bit to where it's not going to be like he's not going to be a statue back there. And he can make just about every throw. He can mm-hmm. drop it in a bucket. He can throw it 40, 50 yards if you need him to. 
the dude is a stud. And if you're in Oxford this weekend or watching state championships, mm-hmm. please watch him play because I promise you that guy can can absolutely go. Mm-hmm. And he will be in this offense. I think he'll be a, he'll be a guy that can that can really uh, make those throws Jeff Levy wants you to make. Levy wants wants the ball thrown down the field. He wants a yeah. ton of shots. Somebody else said they wanted that too. Yeah, that's true. But it's a new day. It's a new day. A couple of different coaches. A couple did. of different coaches there. Any any final thoughts here on what we saw here tonight before we change topics here? I just really feel like you know it. It feels like you get you get this jolt anytime you get a new coach. Absolutely. And that that's that that's definitely what we're seeing here. But this feels a little different, and not not just like a Jeff Lebby thing. Mississippi State's athletic department feels like it is saying enough enough with this we're not going to be bottom of the sec anymore we're going to compete in this league we're going to show people that you can win here we're going to up the production value that's just what it feels like yeah um and you know i talked to zach selman tonight mentioned you know the production and everything is awesome he said that's just that's joey bailey Mm -hmm. he she she sets it all up and he gets out of the way so he's hired some really good people, and his vision for Mississippi State is a lot different than the vision that we've seen from previous athletic directors here. <laughs> yes, I would agree with that 100, uh, 100%. All right, let's move into the rest of the show. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council who want to remind you that beef, it's what's for dinner. Looks like Coach Levy put away a steak. That's a big oh, dude. yeah, he could house it. Like, I He's an offensive how, lineman. I, I get it. I, I just like, you know, wearing a pair of size 16 custom-made cowboy boots tonight, too. Oh, and when I told you last night he was a former offensive lineman, you were sold because you you said offensive linemen are Offensive linemen make the best coaches. You know why? We're the smartest. Yeah. We also make great podcast hosts. Me, I mean, T-Bob Bear, Cole Kublik. I mean, it's, you know. You're not wrong. <laughs> you know. So there you go. Um, and we all like steak. Everybody I just listed, big steak eaters. Big time. So, why don't you be a steak eater this weekend? It's time to grill up, grill up a steak this week. Uh-oh. What? Uh, sorry, you started laughing. I was like, do we get a text? We're going to do this again? No, there I had just, so many people. Like, there, there what, what was, was a the tweet, text? There was a tweet of uh, Clay Travis and his kids front row at, the, at Raw with standing next to Jelly Roll mm-hmm. as Jelly Roll was staring down Dominic Mysterio. Oh, wow. <sighs> Was Clay wearing like a really tight shirt? Was he showing off his uh, his? Oh my God! Look at that guy. Is that Brandon Walker behind him? I don't know who that guy is. I don't is. know who that guy is. Anyway, beef. It's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Let me get out of that one. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find the smoked Southern soul food that you are looking for. I got to get to Two Brothers this week. I can't do it today because I'll be down in Jackson for the con early. But sometime this week, Robbie. What day we want to go to Two Brothers? Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Oh, we got um I have a person that we need with us. I, I, What's this? I promised him that we would get lunch, and he is down for. I'm, I don't need to. We don't need to. We don't need to out him. We don't need to throw him to the side. He deserves our attention. Well, send, him, send me a text with his name in it so I can see it right now. But it, it is a. I mean, I, I trust you. You know, he may or may not hold the all-time hits record in the SEC. Ah, yes. Just a little inside. Inside uh, Antoine Duplantis. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) You tell him I said that too. (laughs) Yeah. Be happy to talk with with our friend, uh, the mayor. Um, 
And you should be happy to go to Two Brothers anytime you want because it's just so freaking awesome. Twanda Planta. <laughs> you like that? What about Mondo? What was, it? was his brother named Mondo or something? I don't remember. Yeah. Who, I'm trying to think who else I could have thrown out there that would have been funny. Uh, Tom, Thomas Dillard or something like that. <laughs> oh, man. Two Brothers Smoked Meats on the heart of the Cotton District, the home of smoked Southern Soul Food and... Bulldog Initiative business. Great products, great service. Every business likes to promise it to you. They deliver it to you at Advantage Business Systems. They've been doing it now for 49 years. Guys, 49 years, nearly a half century of customer service. That is getting it done. That is how you know when you buy a product from Advantage Business Systems, it is going to be taken care of if things go badly. So give them a call. It's worry-free business. 601-362-9192. Or visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. The Rogue and the Collegiate Collection at the Rogue. Guys, we just said it. It's a state takeover. If you've got Banner M stuff, that is going the way of the dinosaur. So this holiday season, get new clothes from the Rogue. Their Collegiate Collection is stock full of state script, interlocking MSU, and M over S. The logos that you're going to be seeing on this campus going forward. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at the Rogue. So, a little new, you know, I gotta do a little uh, Sherlock Holmes here, man, a little deduction. The ESPN Tonight released some uh, some SEC schedule games for 2024. And one of those games is Texas at Texas A&M on my birthday next year, November 30th. That's a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Now, I've been saying for a while that I thought that might move to Thanksgiving night. I think the Egg Bowl is going to remain egg, on Thanksgiving. Egg Bowl is going to stay. So we will be in Oxford for Turkey Day next year, if I had to guess. Interesting games here. Let's, let's, for, there's some good games next year. August 31st, so that's week one. Won't be week zero. Miami at Florida. Notre Dame at Texas A&M. Ooh, that's getting it started right. Yeah, that's. I like that. Yeah. I like that game. Yeah. Texas A&M at Florida in week three. Tennessee at Oklahoma week four. Texas A&M has almost their whole schedule listed so far. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Uh, Here it is, the big one. Georgia at Alabama, September 28th. Ooh, Uh, that is going to be awesome. And we already know, by the way, for Mississippi State, their first three games are non-conference games. Yes. Uh, So... Uh, Michael Borky made a good point today. Whatever the over is for Mississippi State versus Eastern Kentucky, oh take God, Lemmy's going to want to bring it. They all. may score eighty points. Well, you remember, I hate to compare, but Moorhead they played yeah. Stephen F. Austin and or they something. They scored like sixty something. It's going to be like that. He's going to want to show everything. Want to show off? And you talk about getting a, a good crowd for an FCS game, coach's first game. Yeah. So. This team next year, they need that, those first three games to be mm-hmm. those non-conference yeah. to kind of build some. Yeah. So Alabama at Tennessee, actually on the third Saturday in October. Oh, my goodness. So on the third Saturday next year, we get Alabama at Tennessee and Georgia at Texas. Ooh. Please let State be on the road. Please let us be it on the road. It never works out that way. I want to be able to watch those games. Uh, LSU at A&M on the 26th. November 9th is the big one, Alabama at LSU. Texas at Arkansas, November 16th. Alabama at Oklahoma. The week before the Iron Bowl? Oh, yes! Yeah, this is, this oh, is going to be great. Is great. And then Texas at Texas A&M on November 30th. So rival rivalry weekend will be November 30th, which is my birthday. So that'll be my, uh, that'll be my 49th birthday. 
I'll, I'll be. I'm, I'm a year behind advantage businesses. You're hanging on tight to your forties. And they're, 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 that, that, the it's grip is on by a thread. The grip is slipping away from me. There is there any other games that they list here? Uh, Florida is at, at Tennessee on the 12th of October. That's a good game there. So the last month for Alabama, I don't know who, who they play on the 16th of November, but on the 9th, they play LSU. On the 23rd, they play Oklahoma. And on the 30th, they play Auburn. Interesting. Normally, Alabama you know, sort of coasts into the, the end there. That's fantastic. It's gonna be I can't tough wait for these for, games. I it's going to be tough wait. for anybody to have a like easy schedule. Yeah, no, you're right about that. But at the same time, you look at your Mississippi State, yeah, you have to play Georgia next year. That's tough. But no Alabama, no Auburn, no LSU, that's fine by me. So, uh, Basketball, tonight, Mississippi State and the SEC-ACC uh, Challenge. Uh, Mississippi State at Georgia Tech. Uh, Georgia Tech, as I mentioned uh, a few weeks ago, or maybe not a week, a few, maybe like a week ago, Coached by a former NBA star and Arizona Wildcat and uh, uh, national champion, uh, Damon Stoudemire is the uh, the head coach there. Bulldogs now on the season. Uh, spread on that. Uh, let's see if I, if I can find it. Normally they don't put those things out until like the day of. So let's see if it's out already. College basketball. Of course. Bovada, Bovada, why do you why do you hurt me like this, man? Stefan's Bears won. They did. Congrats! I saw it. he's he's up at the uh, he's still at the Seal Building watching that. Um, all right, here. So, yeah, they don't have the they don't have the the, the lines out yet. It'll be out tomorrow. Um, Georgia Tech's not good. They're not great. Yeah. So on the season, Georgia Tech uh, they lost by three to UMass Lowell. Then they lost uh, most recently this past week on Wednesday to Cincinnati by 35. Eh. Eh. And there, there are two wins. They have beaten uh, Georgia Southern by 21 and Howard by three. So, yeah, that's not a, a great looking team. Mississippi State now ranked 21st in the country. Men and women both ranked 21st. Who loses Crazy. first? Um. I would say the women until they did what they did. You are you. Sunday. Let's talk about that just a little bit. You you uh you you told me that you thought that was going to be a dangerous game for Mississippi State and they uh, against Tulsa, right? Mm-hmm. And they absolutely pounded the Golden Hurricane. Well, the, take that, Bunky Perkins. They do. They 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 run. They run the floor. They're very you know fast paced. Yeah. One thing I've found is these teams that that try to run like that. Mm-hmm. It like bring something out of Mississippi State. Like, that is their game. So, you know, maybe the state should start running more. Because and this is like Creighton this game did this no last Jessica year. No Jessica Carter. No Jessica Carter. And no Sam Purcell. Creighton did this to state last year, and state was just bombing threes, really locking them up defensively. It's like that's their game. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they get in the half court and they get slowed down, they really struggle. So, I mean, maybe state should be switching to that. But that was an impressive win. I mean, they scored 100 points. They won by four, 42, mm-hmm. I think, and uh, it was really impressive. This Wednesday is a huge game. They're playing uh, Miami, who's undefeated and was in the Elite Eight last year, and they lost the Cavender Twins, who were a big uh, loss for them mm-hmm. um, for their uh, social media presence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, still a good team. 
they got a lot of transfers. That's going to be at the hump. So that you're playing a uh, a good Power Five program at the hump on Wednesday night. Should have a good crowd there. I think. Yeah. Great crowd on Saturday. Yeah. For the men. Yeah. A Friday. Yeah, yeah. Friday at like one o'clock last week. Big crowd. I was there. It was a People great crowd. Pumped. Yeah. They're, they're ready to. They're ready to buy back in. Yeah. I think this so. fan base has a lot of juice right now. I agree. I agree. All right, so 7 o'clock tip-off tonight. Is that 7 Eastern? That's got to be Eastern, yeah. So 6 o'clock tip-off tonight. Our good friend Future Brian will recap that on tomorrow's uh, Uh, I appreciate him for that. He's a good man. All right. You know what tomorrow is. It's the rumblings. We've already gotten it. We're going to go ahead and give you a little little heads up. We're going to take a little inside baseball here. Uh, Because i got to travel tomorrow, rather than get up early and try to do this, as soon as I hit stop on this podcast, we are going to record the rumbling. So, it is 10-12 p.m. on a Monday. We have enough questions to do a show. If you send me a question after this, it's just not going to get answered. So, there you go. Yeah, so we're technically recording this on Monday. Monday, but uh, just, just so you people know, we're working hard tonight. Nobody. We are working really hard. hard. Nobody. Nobody. Got a 9 o'clock dinner. You did. did. Alright. Talk to you guys, quote, tomorrow, unquote, for Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Adad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.